Hello everyone and welcome to the 13th episode of the Actual Play.Network podcast. This episode kicks off our Stars Without Numbers series. Andrew is jamming his time with Chris, Gino, and myself playing uh, spacefarer types. In case you aren't aware, Stars Without Numbers is sort of an old school game in a sci-fi setting. I'm a big fan of games like this because they leave a lot of room for the players to control the action, but are also pretty challenging and sometimes deadly. Uh, please check out our website, actualplay.network, for show notes and any other previous episodes that you may want to check out. We come in on a, on like a quiet, sleepy shuttle, sort of drifting through space. At the center console, which is sort of unoccupied at the moment, there's a blinking red light and a message on the screen says incoming transmission under the red light there's a label that says internet which means internetwork communications <laughs> okay and now it sweeps to uh Falk Yume sits up in the captain's chair and okay. leans forward what well how do you say your name Falk Yume okay anyway Fowl leans forward in the captain's chair and uh, sort of wipes the sleep from his eyes. And he hits the calm button. Yep. Alright, so the screen blinks open and you are met with the visage of a a Matillion, which are these kind of like these these tall, like tentacled creatures that have sort of like tentacle beards and like a hard shell wrapped for like their, the top of their head that's kind of like wrapped very neatly and polished on this particular one. Can you repeat the name of the species? Nautilian? 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 Nautilian. Like a nautilus. Okay. It's got a big old nautilus head, basically. Okay. And it's holding like, using its like suction appendages, it has a data pad and it's in like a pristine like dark wood office and there's a man off in the distance like in the background at a desk. And he's like, hello there you are. I see we have um, Galaxy Guide. He's like thumbing through his thing. 72699. Welcome to the Galaxy Guide. Now, as your first franchise job, I am your guide here. Cracks dry. Do you have any questions? He doesn't. Okay, good. So, your first job is being beamed down to your, your, your inner, you know, whatever your ship's got. Our ship doesn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, um, I, there's only one of you here. Where's the rest of your crew? The rest of our crew's back in their barracks. Could you could you please call them forward? Uh, you were told you have you have a memo that you, your very first meeting for your very first job was right now, and you're already 20 minutes late. I don't recall receiving a memo. And then, um... Camera sort of pans a little bit this way, like a close-up shot of like a clipboard with foul like in the background, kind of blurry. And it just says like "memo" in big letters, urgent. Now, franchise seven two six nine nine. If you could hurry up. Ah, uh, so the door. What, what do you, what do we have? What is our ship? It was a shuttle, first of all. Oh, it's a shuttle. Yeah, it like has, a... it has limited like it has combat capabilities, but it's basically a shuttle. Okay, D- what kind of doors does this universe have? Does it have like, shump doors? Whatever kind, whatever kind I mean, you want. Uh, like, I think, I, yeah, I think we have the one-way shump doors. This is, I think, I think it's a mix, so that some of the uh, shump like, doors maybe, and like, hatches. 
Yeah, like with some like shitty hatches too. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe the, maybe the door to the the bridge or the operations center. Well, that's definitely going to be like a two way show like door. You, like you got to so. like you got to fix your upper and like some of your doors are different colors. Yeah, like one some of the doors are just like straightforward doors. Like they just like stuck on because the other door was broken, so they like bolted hinges on and it just swings open. <laughs> so you hear what sounds like a shump, mm-hmm. but we see behind Falcume, the door is just slightly more open, <laughs> and you see two or you see. Uh, two sets of big robot fingers come through the door and pry the door open. All right, so, so it swings over and focuses on Help Officer Model 13, who is a large kind of basically humanoid robot with uh, like his limbs are mostly just like big chunks, except with room for joints to move, except on his head, which is just a camera on a swivel. That when there's danger, a dome closes around it, leaving only a little socket for the camera. All right. Glad to see you uh, showed up. Now, um, do yeah. you have to know where... Yes, that's two. That's two. I need third. Oh. Uh, uh, one moment. Uh, Fal grabs, like, the side of his vest. Also, Fal is a dark, bluish, cat-like man with, like, a orange vest and, like, a beige thermal and just uh just like pants not jeans pants. but like straight up pants yeah just like <laughs> pants you know and pants brand boots, like, pants brands are more popular <laughs> in the galaxy like, with the z though imagine what sort of like what a smuggler would wear loosely like that Uthal does have a tail and um he has facial hair like as though he had a mane at one point but cut his cut it down to be more of a human looking hairstyle. So that's like a like a twenty sixteen cutie boy haircut. Except also he has the beard. So what is he like? Is his people like lion people? Yeah, like big cats. Big they cats. Were like, but you, you, if you were to equate him to a real world cat, you'd say he's probably more of like a panther. Except yeah, like he's a, got a mane though. Panthers like a panther lion hybrid. Yeah. Like a panther okay. with a mane. So, okay. but they just yeah like, for sure. But he's blue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'm getting a lot of visuals this game. Real visual experience I'm having. Yeah. Perhaps we uh, could receive one more visual experience. I thought he was getting his shirt yeah. to call me. Uh, he <laughs> fell, grabs like the thing on his, or whatever a communicator is. In this, what are the. I mean, like, there's. I think so, I'm making it up to go along. So, star, so stars, okay, with, yeah, stars with our number by default has like. Flip it on. has a lot of room for like tech levels, like varying tech levels on different planets. So I sort of interpreted that to. There's some clear, like, obvious, like, you've got your clear, like, front-runner technologies that some people have, but there's a lot of, like, scattered technology that's been sort of bootstrapped to work together. So that feels to me like it's kind of like a Firefly thing, where, like, the technology mm-hmm. varies pretty widely, and, yeah. like, there is a lot of, still a lot of analog stuff going on in right. various levels, depending on, because it just hasn't Cause some penetrated pla- to the poorer people on the poorer planets. Some planets are actually just, like, medieval technology. Yeah. With, there's, like, there's a huge divine technology between FTL and non-FTL-capable planets. So we could just have like straight up like Bluetooth microphones or something. Like you that. could, yeah, or whatever the yeah. And we, like yeah. in a lot of cases, I probably like, just have a chip in. Here. Someone has yeah. like a receiver. They basically yeah. like they've they've built like you know plants have independently built cell phones basically, and then they've just like hacked them to work together. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so I mean, you might have a flip phone. <laughs> Regardless, foul <laughs> gets out his beeper. Does he? <laughs> um, he leans There's forward and hits uh, another button on his console. Linnaeus, um... Hello, Captain Fowl. How are you? I'm gonna need you to report to the brig. 
right away. It's bridge. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I believe Captain, you mean, this is not the bridge. I believe you mean the bridge. <laughs> Wait, I'm, am I going to the brig or to the bridge? I believe you're if you can hear me. Linnaeus. For what? If you can, I do not know. Captain's orders. If you can hear me, I believe he means the bridge. I would like you at the bridge. What is that? Are you watching? Are you watching your stories? Hey, who's running this ship? It's me. I'm not sure. Actually, <laughs> it's well. It's not you. <laughs> it's somebody. Uh, help officer. I consider it a loose democracy more more likely. All right. Well, if you no know one needs me, I'll be going back to sleep then. Uh, Lene, Lene I believe is, you're needed at the brig. Lene, oh, okay. Um, I'll go to the brig right away. Should I just wait in the cell? Or? The brig is also our bridge. Oh, okay. We do not have a large ship. Okay. We've deconstructed and reconstructed it. So, we do <laughs> what we got. There's so. just a console on, in the brig with a handcuff attached to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> this is a ship that Falcume stole, and he was, like, captured and put into it. Like... It was a security vessel at one point. Is that a thing? Can I do that? Sure. Okay. It's still a shuttle. It's still, as far as the classification of ship goes, it's still a shuttle. Yeah, he hijacked it and took it, and he was at one point handcuffed to the console before he stole it, and that's why the handcuff is there. It's in memory. And now it's our brig. (laughs) (laughs) Our brig, the brig is the, we had it customized. We need to keep an eye on. So, um, you hear a a chittering noise, or like a, like a, like a... Like mandibles clacking like together, like a clattering, well, like a, a clattering of like strange, um, like like um, plastic or something on the metal surface of the corridor. Like a bunch of canes, basically. Yeah, like a bunch of canes, and then you see uh, two first two spider arms loop around those two doors, which have partially shut after uh, <laughs> TBC One Five came through, and then two other uh, spider legs, two spider arms come through, and then two arms, and all th- all six of them push the doors open, and then. Out walks um, Linnaeus, who's clad um, in heavily heavy black robes that um, give him like his all six foot five of his height and imposing girth. And uh, behind the robes and the large metal vocalizer that's strapped to his face like a like a muzzle on a on a dog, you can see behind that you see eight pairs of um, glistening and human eyes. The first two, of which are compound. So when you say a muzzle, do you mean like a muzzle, or is it more of like a Morton Joe situation? What is it? I don't know. Uh, Mad Max, that dude? Like the big breathing mask? Is it more like that? or I, I picture it as circular, like this. So it covers like his face like this, and it's strapped with four straps that go around to meet in the back of his head. Okay. So it's like a surgical mask. Yeah, but it's metal. And it's right. slightly, comes out slightly, like slightly out. Okay. To make room for his spider. Make room for his spider yeah. face things. Gotcha. Alright, so, so in the time that like you um, took time to collect yourselves, I managed to patch into your bizarre security mail system and I sent you your first job. Now, if you wait one moment, I will go get your CEO. And he kind of like... Do you say CO or CEO? He's, he's already kind of like left the... He's going I will to, wait. He's going into the background. Central Energy Office? To the... I do not know. He did not clarify. He steps back to the... Basically the desk in the background. So you would know who this is because this is like... This is basically the most pop, the most well-renowned mercenary in the entire ga- in the basically this entire sector, if not beyond, who started this mercenary group. It's like the Cad Bane. Okay, I'm ready for a real cool guy. So, hello, mate. I'm here to give you your assignments, and here I am. <laughs> He's <No>. Mr. Bitey. <laughs> Perfect. So, as cracks on the back, there's a, like a large, imposing man, like falls in his wake. He sort of has like a <clears throat> kind of like a smoking jacket sort of thing on, but it has like these, 
sort of like shoulder pads and just kind of like loose it right of like various medals and insignias on it. He's like, he's a lot, he's much older, but he's still like super cut and super buff. And his hair is kept like kind of like a neat mess. And he has like one small scar like above his eye brow. <clears throat> well, I'll be the only time he's ever been hit. <laughs> It was probably from a high power laser rifle. <laughs> That's what I like to say. Real, he- real heroes don't get hit. Real heroes <clears throat> hide. <clears throat> Are you okay? No. Would you like your assistant to get you some water? No, I'm good. Okay. This is just my voice. <laughs> is he in also a crustacean? Nah, he's he's a human. Okay. He's like a slightly darkest. He's like. He's good. Like a lot of humans now, after so much years of mingling, they have like a, um, a more like ambiguous sort of like skin color. There's no, there's, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of like hard whites and blacks still, more or less, but there's like a lot of humans are sort of like mingle. So he's sort of so this, like a soft brown color. He's, he's like, yeah, that ambiguous soft brown. I have actually a question about his medals, if yeah. I may. Um, are they like official military stuff or are they like honorary, like, you caught a bad guy. Good. Oh. You have any knowledge of these things? I don't know. What would I roll for that? Security? <clears throat> I could roll for uh, leadership. Yeah, okay. I'll permit a leadership. Uh, what's that going to be? What die? Those are 2d6s. Can we roll for things we don't have? You'll take a minus one penalty. Though. Okay, but we still can. I got a six. Unless it's a, that's simple enough. So, you have some familiar with... You have some familiarity with, like, leadership and medals and stuff. And you recognize that these medals are, like, they're from all over the place. They have no kind of, like, inherent... Like, it's not like he's a commander who rose up in the ranks. So it's, they're more, like, honorary medals. No, they're not honorary, either. They're, they're like, just, like, for feats of... They, a lot like, of them, they could look like trophies. Like, he's got, like, colonel medals. Um, yeah. Hmm. It's just, yeah. like, things he... It looks like things he has collected. They're in no sort of, like... Oh, okay inherent sort of like structure at all so we get the sense they weren't all necessarily awarded to him no no this guy is kind of like a gallivanting hero type okay he's got a lot of uh things that show him to be a badass mm-hmm. he's kind of yeah well i wasn't sure if there was like a oh everybody loves him sort of everyone thing. does love him though okay he's like in like i said he's an intergalactic hero he's fought back many does he have a cartoon he does have a cartoon what was his name his name is I you, think he <clears throat> you boys probably know me. I'm CEO, head mercenary, captain of here, Galaxy God Richard Reckless. Is, that... Is Reckless your actual last name? <laughs> Listen, we all have a lot of names. My well, name's Richard Reckless. What does it say on your birth certificate? Don't even know. Never knew it. Never knew my parents. <laughs> all right, now. All about only space. I feel like I'm forming a real connection. Now, I, I like you guys. You look like an upstart crew. What's your name? 77-something fucking ever? Uh, that's, um, um, that was our workshopping s- name. 77-fucking-something. They are, they are franchise 72699. Ah, whatever the name is. Point is, I believe in you kids. Good luck. And then the camera just like, whoop, shuts off. Uh, so I should check my email then. I can just pull it up on this data yeah, pad. Let's check our email. I check my email and my I flip over my phone. <laughs> So, what is your, um, what's your Siri like? I'm my own Siri. What's your automated voice? What did you say your automated voice is like? Um, it's like an Eastern European guy. 
His name is Harv. Harv? Yeah. Or what does he call you? Linnaeus. Okay. You could have given him... Daddy, name. daddy, daddy, Linnaeus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is. Daddy, Jenny, naughty night. <laughs> Eastern European. <laughs> Hello, I am I am Harv. I came from... I am Harv. His voice is Grishnacht. How about... Uh, I am Harv. Hello. How about our director? You have, you, have, you have one new email. <laughs> How about its name is Andrew? Would you like to open <laughs> the email? It sounds like Andrew. Yeah, can you please print the email to screen? Print email to galaxyguide72699 at galaxyguide.galaxy. I read the email silently to myself. Uh, fuck, you may... <laughs> we just read it. It pulls up on the screen and we all read it. What does it say? It basically says, your first job is to head over to Feder- Federation Post Office, you know, number 35, which is relatively close to where you are, pick up a package, and deliver it over to a singular panel, which I forgot the name of. Does it say what's in the package? It does not say what the package is. Does it tell is. us not to look in the package? Um, give me a second. He's <laughs> trying to get all the ducks in a row. Let's no. them all in a row before he shoots them. So it's ducks. Okay. Package. So you're going to basically, it says to live to like a small kind of like mine, old like mining planet called Fandral. And it says explicitly on the bottom, do not open the package. All right. And where are we picking up the package? Does it post say? Post office 35. Yeah, post 34. office 34. 30, 35. 35. Out of 34. I think it's 35. It's 35 before, but whatever. It could be 34. All right, boys, buckle up. We've got ourselves a job to do. Like, what planet are we going to? Fandral. To get the post? No, the post The post offices are... A lot of them are freestanding satellites. Okay. All right, Including this one. All right, so we go get the package, drop it off on Fandral, and then we go back and get the money. Where's our next job? <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> do <I> level up? <laughs> so you, I think I level up. <laughs> I think I got a new gun, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm really powerful now. Oh, it's magic. I can actually control space and time with my mind. I can't do that. I just got a magic gun. So you head over to Post Office 35. You guys want to do anything on the way there? You just head on your way there? Um, on the way that Nah, fuck it. <laughs> Falky May, like, gets up and he goes through the ship and starts getting supplies ready. If you, I mean, if you guys are want to chat basically in transit, just tell me. And then, I, or Otherwise, we'll just, like... Oh, yeah, sure, we can chat. If you ever <laughs> want to, then... I no, I do. Okay. Uh... A foul hits the button to make his screen go off, dead, because the connection's over. And um, he turns around in his swivel and he's like, what the hell was that, you guys? We look like a bunch of assholes in front of CEO. Was it CEO or CO? I'm really not clear on that. I did not catch I it. wasn't sure what exactly he was yeah. saying. You gathered- Our speakers were kind of on the fritz again. <laughs> you gathered from him that he probably doesn't care what his title is. All right, well... Also, the door is stuck again. When Linnaeus picks up a memo. Did you read this? It seems to be relevant to what just happened. The, it does you say know what? <laughs> this is unopened. Nobody has time to read everything that flies we've been, across we've been, it, we've been not doing anything for the past four days. I'm a, we've, we have literally been drifting. We've been floating, doing nothing. Our engines have not turned on. <laughs> I, I also, <laughs> 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 just, just say anything, he just he hits the he turns on the drive. He's like, <laughs> "Oh well, we're not seeing anymore." <laughs> he hits a button, he just goes. <laughs> All right, so 
we look like incompetent idiots so far. Well, maybe we I believe that is our brand. <laughs> and well, we're get, we're gonna have to start trying to make a name for ourselves. Well, hopefully, the three of us can handle picking up a box and bringing it somewhere and then dropping it off. That is the idea. I'm sure it will be that simple. <laughs> it always. This is. sounds like an easy job. Also, um, while we're uh, on our way, if you, a homie, would mind fixing that door for me. I have tried. It is beyond repair. (laughs) Ah, I don't know anything about mechanical things. I know nothing. I put oil on it, and it still does not do the shump. (laughs) 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 Do any of you have mechanical repair skills? Uh, I think I I have computer. (laughs) What does astronautic mean? Why are you looking at me? (laughs) I was looking at the nebulous void of space. (laughs) Um, there are skills you need to travel. Uh, yeah, navigation. Yeah, navigation. Yeah, navigation. I, but what is astronautic? I have the thing up on the wall. I don't think it's repair. No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I think anything can be anything as long as you make a valid case for it. Right. I could probably make a case for this being security. I could make a, a case for it being... Oh, yeah, well, it is a security show. But also, I've tried. I can't fix it. Yeah. Uh, I do have vehicles, spacecraft. That's more for piloting, probably. Um, I would yes, it like is to know what astronautic is. What, so I can um, use it. Never mind. I assume it's, it has to do with space travel, kind of like you know aeronautics. It's not like in the skill thing that I have. That's strange. Well, Falcume is gonna just like hum to himself as they take off. What are you? Are you maybe it's like a mech skill or something. Don't you like use the mech rules? No, I didn't think they were mech rules. Really should have read that memo, but I forgot about it. Uh, let me see if I can find it, because I'm I do have this on Drive Through RPG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just Google stars the number and I downloaded a PDF off the internet. I'm, I think yeah, I think I I've looked that up. I'm pretty sure it's the same one. Why am I logged out? What is the um? How do you spell it? Astro. Then N A U. Astronautic. Astronautic? Mm-hmm. Also, like... <laughs> You're a specialist? Yeah. No, he's a warrior. I'm a warrior. No, oh, he's a warrior, yeah. Um, you can pick your own skills, pretty more or less, if you... Yeah. On our ship, there's a... Uh, okay. How big is it, would you Anything say, like... on or... Sorry. Anything on or related to spacecraft comes under this astronautic heading, including spike drives, life support systems, and ship... Gunnery. So, yeah. So, I could probably use astronautic. You could. I'm not going to. But he tried it. He couldn't. This is, I mean, it's a tech, that's a subskill of tech. So, tech is, the skill is broken down into specialties. So it is required for building or repairing anything, anything of that variety of technology. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, if you took skills that are, like, subsets, you should write, like, tech, comma, astronautics. Yeah. Yeah, I figured, at the time, it was one of those things in my brain where, like, this won't matter. Because, um, like, this is combat, comma, unarmed, or whatever. Also, you should put zeros if there's zeros. Well, I just left it zero because everything is everything starts at zero. Yeah. So on our ship, um, how big would you say it is? Like, is there enough room to have? I imagine like two cells, and then also like a small living quarters. I have to. When you say cells, what, what do you mean by cells? Like uh, well, a. Is the our brain is the cockpit. Yeah. Can you just go oh, to yeah. the ships? Search. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So Search we have cell. nowhere to. Because it'll have a size that has, like, occupancy and everything. I imagine we have a dining room. 
Yeah, we have a small dining, not small. It's I mean, an engine room and then probably like a living quarters. Actually, each thing has hard points, which is the number of basically attachments it has. Okay. So, uh, let's see. It should be right under fighter, whatever that thing's called. I was I've been calling it shuttle. Uh, it's got fifteen HP. Okay. Maximum ten crew. Oh, so it's probably pretty decent. Uh, We're gonna pick up a bunch of crew members. Larger, slower craft that's still in the fall, fighter class of falls. Hmm? They intended for system inter in system interplanetary flight. How many hard points does it have? Oh, what does that mean? It has um one. That's basically for like add-ons, I believe. So what does that mean if it has one? We can still add one more thing to it. Yeah, it's probably got the basic living things, but then there's a section for like no. kind of hard points represent the available gunnery computer. Oh, okay, power. so what, there's there, there is a thing that represents how much stuff. Free mass. We have I think that might be five. It. Okay, I think free mass is. Well. So we have five rooms basically. I believe is that so. What I mean? Or something similar to that, yeah. Free mass is a combination of available cargo space and uncommitted yep. hardware support structure. Yes. Okay, so we have basically five rooms. Not no. counting the cockpit and engine room? Or not, not counting the cockpit and engine room, I would say. Well, our ship has been revamped to have the brig be the cockpit. Yeah, because we need our other rooms for things. That, that's, just give, that's just to give you a base size of like how yeah. big you should Yeah, I mean, you would notice, that's like the un, unused space, basically, that does not take up by ship functions. So this probably might be like... There might be like an engine room and like a life support systems room or a computing room or something. Right, sure. Or and then a like, room or whatever. And then like a crew quarters. On the opposite end of the ship where we have the brig, on the other side of that is where the cockpit is, but we've turned it into just like a chill zone with like a big beanbag chair, maybe a few of them. There's a pool table and like dream catchers, just some shit. Dream catchers. There's a, uh, there's a chess table where I, I always go dreams. play. Where uh, the I always go and plays Harv, the computer at chess. But it's space chess, so queens can't take kings can't take pieces. Nice. It's space Russian rules. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I am beating you again. <laughs> I'll, I'll not, always win. You, you've Googled the rules, but you're not sure that that harp isn't making them up. Mm. Also, there's like a big TV. Like, you can just possibly. pop up a screen anywhere, really. <laughs> so you arrive down at the post station. I like station. that image. It's well, a, instead of like doing the thinking fingers thing, his mandibles just go clack, clack, clack. <laughs> You arrive down. This is like a much smaller postal station. Some of them are like large. This is one that looks like it's managed by like one or two people. And you've only got like room for basically your ship to dock and not much else docking. All right. And uh, is this going to be a place where we'd like to like get out or do we just like... No, you got to get out. You got to go to the office. There's a person in the office usually? Yeah. Are you boys ready to take off the ship not take off because we just you know you're making this very complicated so in addition to Falcum Falcume Falcume gets a little bit flustered I'm not from a planet with high tech okay I love this because Judah's like he's gonna be a cool suave smooth doctor (laughs) guess where he's headed (laughs) I'm just trying to keep in my voice but the voice is tricky because I have to consciously be deeper so as as for a little more (laughs) twist of like in world stuff the um, as, as every good sci-fi galaxy, it has a you know a precursor race. Yeah. The two main things they left behind is in the center of this sector, as, as, which is like the Federation main space, is a large artificial star. It seems to basically be it will live for all eternity. And one final piece of technology, which basically creates atmospheres around space stations. So it, it, it creates basically an atmosphere and a relative gravity around space stations. So you can basically drop, you can dock as if you were docking on 
any usual planet without having to have hangers and like hangar doors and stuff. Gotcha. Um, file takes a uh, data pad that has the information that uh, was printed out. Yeah. Like, it's clipped on there. It's a data pad, but also has like a clip on it. Okay. And um, he heads off the ship, I imagine, with these two, and he heads over to the front office. Oh, so here we are. <laughs> Hello, mate. I'm here to help you on right. the post office. So you walk into uh, the small post office. It's kind of like, kind of quiet. There's a few fake plants off to the side, and at the at the sort of like the desk in front of you, there's one person working. It's sort of like a, he's a tall, lanky Fendrian. And if you were to think of Fendrians, they're tall, usually much taller than would you think of a human. They're usually like seven, eight feet maybe. And they have. If you can imagine, basically one extra joint on their arms and legs. That's gross. So they look real fucking weird. <laughs> real fucking weirdos. They're not really that weird. They're real fucking weirdos. This particular one is Linnaeus bald. Linnaeus immediately bursts into a racist rant. <laughs> this particular one... <laughs> As he clacks around, <laughs> climbing on the ceiling. You know what? Shooting webs everywhere. When I was a child, they came to my country. On my planet of Glipoth. <laughs> They, Just your country. And they had they had longer arms than everyone else, but they would do the dirtiest work. And I tell you, they I mean, I'm sure some of them are nice people, but mostly they sent rapists. They no. sent thieves. It's now it's worth noting that Fandral is like a They said rapists is, thieves like they came and said. It's like a bad small words. planet that was basically strip mined and is now mostly desolate. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. That's their whole planet. Okay. And they'll go really long arms because they're. That's just part of their. That's just part of their. Because they're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> they're a bunch of real fucking assholes. <laughs> they that, have their own basketball league because like, it's not fair otherwise. It, it was probably it was probably helpful in their native like climate, but that native climate has been so ruined. You can't really see what the biological benefit would have been. Linnaeus sheds a single tear at the destruction of Fandral's climate. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Oh hey, so there's a um, so he's got like basically he's bald with like a very large long beard. And a little name text is Basil. And his arms hang weird at the sides because he's got an extra fucking weird joint. <laughs> they actually, they bend very normally. <laughs> uh, Basil. Oh, uh, yes. Hello. Um, hi. I believe it is pronounced Basil. No, either way it'll do. That's fine with me. Uh, Falcume of the ship. Basile. Cat, uh, what? It's Basile. Falcume of the ship Spider Cat. I um, have a... We call it Spider Cat because I'm a spider. He's a cat. Ah! I am a ah. robot. I am apparently excluded from this naming convention. Maybe Correct, you are excluded from Are you sure you're not the ship part? Like, robots, mechanic ships? Are you sure they weren't thinking of that? No, he's like the furniture. Like, you don't... Like, you wouldn't name your... You wouldn't name your ship after your coat rack. <laughs> you know what I mean? You would not name a ship the coat rack unless you were very fond of hats. <laughs> or coats. Or coats. Actually, that sounds like a very good, like, gentleman's yacht ship. That does sound like a good you know, gentleman's my friend, yacht I, ship. You know, my friend Bazile, I just had a business idea. <laughs> Well, you know what? We do not have a gentleman ship. We have a modified security cruiser. However, if we did have investments... No, you have a, you have a modified shuttle that was being used for prisoner transport. We basically not quite have the same. a dreadnought. <laughs> not quite the same. You have, like, a, a gun. What does Basil know about our ship? Would you call our this ship is a out of, This ship? is out of world. Would you this, call our ship a capital This ship? is Andrew telling you this is the capital of your small world. <laughs> Anyway, point is the best capital of our hearts. The real job. Star. <laughs> that nuts are certainly a moon. 
So our ship's a moon? No. That's no moon. It's a spaceship. It's a shuttle. It's a tiny little ship. It's a little We're shuttle. being terrible. <laughs> so. Yes, um, but do you have do you have your reference number, though? Yeah, I do. It's right here on the slip. Oh, okay. Let me see that real quick. He um, heads over, heads into the back, and comes out with, he's like, He's back there for like a little while, and he's like, you hear, like scraping. That sounds like a heavy package. I will get it. Do not strain yourselves. <laughs> Wait, did you say, Joe, strain yourself? You want to just come get it? He, uh, he comes over, he lifts up like the counterpart. He's, he's, he stays on the other side, and he his camera just like, whoop, to look at him. He and lifts he goes, up the counterpart. You can just come around this way. It's right here. I got it. I, I'm... Hmm. I got it most of the way. No, no, it's fine. I believe that is against company policy. <laughs> Buddy, I'm the only company here. <laughs> he, his camera does a full 360. And, and, like, the shutter goes down a little bit as he squints and goes across to get the package. <laughs> <laughs> now I just need one of these. <gasps> yeah, yeah, can I lift it? Am yeah, I cool? Okay. Yeah, it's super easy for you to lift. I'll, I'll sign for this. How All big right. is it? It's, like, it's pretty big. Like you Can, can I shoulder it? You can't shoulder it. Like if you shoulder it, it like it's a, it's wider than you are, but like half as tall as you. So okay. it's probably like four feet tall by. I'm like, eight feet. Wow. <laughs> no, I said about as tall. Okay. I imagine you're more like six or seven. Yeah, I'm probably about. I'm the shortest one on the ship, I guess. Right, how tall is that clip off the goo? Well, people don't want to. People don't want to buy robots who are taller than them. Be really intimidating. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm a security robot primarily. But still, like if you're in I'm supposed house, to be intimidating. Or taking care of your children. Right. The fowl is like 6'8". I'll tell you. 6'5". This, this yeah. guy's like 8'5". Yeah, I'm like 6 feet. He's like, everyone's so tall. It's just this person happens to be tall. Uh, you guys just have to make tall characters. You're 6'8"? Yeah. Jesus Christ, chill out. It's not a race to the fucking top, you goddamn <laughs> He's a tall feline man. It just means he's got more legs to sweep. <laughs> you get in a fight with him. That's true. No, you have more legs to sweep. I, <laughs> I have these long he, ass legs. He has more legs to sweep. He's got more legs to sweep. <laughs> Who's gonna win? <laughs> so do you walk on two? Yeah. Okay. All right. Like semi-human legs. Yeah. So okay. it's like, so it's this seems like this seems like four by three by like. Okay. Three. So, I, so I'm carrying it in front. You're not. I can't shoulder. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, it's just sign right there for me. All right. Let me just get out my pen. I have a. The, it's the, the, oh, it's the, stuck on a chain. There's All no. Right. There's no pens. It's just hand, please. Oh, oh, sure. Uh, no, no, sign with your hand, please. Have you, have I'm signing you, with my hand. I use a he pen. He means to use your, fi- your finger Sir, as if it were a could pen. Could you do this for me real quick? Sure. Um, don't worry, it accepts shit, no problem. Um, the um, the thing on the front. Where's part, the Kayan? I can't remember. On the vocalizer. Kayan, sorry. Thanks, Kayan. The vocalizer opens up and he just like... It's like this, this like a uh, slightly corrosive goo all over the thing. Slightly corrosive. It just like starts to like steam a little bit. He just like shakes it off and just like wiggles his thing by himself. <laughs> you, you you shake it off and the steam and corrosiveness clears and it's just a signature of Linnaeus. <laughs> <laughs> you know you do you. Uh... <laughs> all right, uh, well, um, safe safe travels and. <laughs> Thanks, you too. May your post be with stars. I'm not sure which one of you that was. <laughs> Good on you, friend. All right, let's head out. All right. And back on the ship. So Fandral is just like a quick skip, hop, and jump from the station. I think we should open this. What do you think? The instruction said not to open the package. We would wa- not want TV to... TV 205. Can you be quiet, That please? is not my model. I don't remember your name, homie. 
I am Help Officer Model 13. Help Officer Model 13. So you guys, like, heading... I assume you're saying a course, or are you just, like, sitting and waiting? Well, they're doing their thing. Fal is at the console, just punching in the uh, destination. Would you okay. please open this package so, for me, homie? We're in-world stuff, so... Homie, don't open the package. We're, we're doing in-world stuff. No, I'm giving you in-world... Oh, okay. Think of, the, think of this as, if you will, if you were to steal a concept... No, 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 they're like the... Dub that over with you, like, this, whatever you want to say. I'm sorry, I have to actually quickly interrupt. And since I'm editing this, I'm going to put this on myself. Matthew, do you know what a jib is? No, I don't. Really? Sounds familiar. Like when some, like, bits of a person? No. Oh, really? What is it? interesting. It's bits of a person. Like when someone gets, if someone's jibbed. Like if somebody goes through a meat grinder. Giblets. Someone get a cut of their jib? No, like giblets. Yeah, I actually just rewatched. Like, like if someone gets blown like apart. Four Bench Brothers episodes. <laughs> you mean giblets? Yeah, giblets or okay. jibs for sure. Jib giblets for sure. is the part of the turkey that they stuff in there in the bag. Yes. So it's it's an old well, game. I don't get the joke. What? Okay, yeah, you don't understand the term. That's fine. It's, an, it's an old game term. It came from like Quake. Yeah. Oh, it's a game thing. Well, I didn't know it was exclusive to game. Well, I mean, I think that's where it might have come. Basically, people yeah, are, I, I'm pretty sure that's where I've heard it. Because you know when you like, buy a, like a frozen turkey yeah. or a frozen ticket, those little white bag with the stuff in it, that's the yeah. giblets. Yeah. So th- the terms are basically that they just apply the turkey yeah. giblets to games. Gotcha. Okay. We may continue because Matt doesn't. But why did you bring that up? Because I made a good joke that you didn't understand. Okay. A guy went through a meat grinder and he's like, "I know, I like to cut that guy's jib or something." Uh, no, it was more. There's something that I didn't. I don't you don't know. need to get through. Matt, can watch the episode. Um, Chris said, "I like the cut of his jib," and I was like, "I like the cut of his hair." Also, they were talking about that, and I showed that, that part of the. I showed that those two guys. Gino didn't even know that joke. It's just because Andrew showed us the clip. I've seen that guy. episode. I just forgot I the showed joke. I haven't seen it because I was watching it already, and I went to those guys because I like them. Anyway, go ahead, give us your in-world thing. So, in this, yes. When you say in-world, do you mean like IRL? No, he just said or it was like a back-to-basis. in-game world. Okay, this is in-game. Those are like the. Uh, that's like the. Uh, the head, the head henchman or whatever of the Order of Calamity and Tower of this. They're the secret yeah. agent dudes. Oh, the secret. No, Doe and Cardinal. Oh, Doe and Cardinal there. Doe so is like dark. Well, that's the one with the pirates, like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got the dark monkey on me back! <laughs> yeah, they're like. They're the. F- I, always forget, I always forget how to say that word. The butterfly collector is the Philodopterus. Philodopterus? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Philodopterus. Only if we call it. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> so, what's important in this world is. Much like the old sea. Maps are very important. Star maps in particular. I assume we have ones built into the ship. Yeah, the, most of like the in Federation and in like in Empire maps are fairly well documented and accessible to the public. But maps are very important and very valuable. The Galaxy Guide has actually considered to be the best maps currently, like even better than the Federation and the Empire's maps. Fal has maps. But also, as he goes through the stars, he does make little edits and corrections. And he also makes his own maps. That Okay, so I'm going to tell you right now, that is extremely complicated. Do you have skills for that? I have navigation. Which, okay. That does seem like it applies. And it does apply. Base or culture. But I'm saying map, map making is a it's an extreme profession. But would he be able to... I mean, would it simplify it if he's, if he's working on a map star already created? Yeah. So that's what he's doing. He's, yeah. not, he's not making his own maps. But making his own maps would be probably beyond the scope of his abilities. He's trying to teach himself. So he levels up in map making every day. Every day. Yeah. So right now he's got a level 600,000. Yeah. Mm. You need a lot, though, to be good at it. Yeah, you need, like, 100 million. I mean, and this is also too. built in-game like, where... 
map making is like ha- whether or not you have maps, whether or not your maps are current, factors a lot into basically skill checks for navigation. So basically, the Galaxy Cat has the most in-depth, up-to-date maps of the galaxy, and like basically, because traveling using FTL travel is like not only am I going to the right place, but it, it's all about time and place. Like, am I so basically, star maps have to encamp- make for like they have to account for debris and celestial bodies as well as location. So basically, like an outdated star map might have you basically warping right onto into an asteroid field because you are unaware of where like where the la- where you would land or if you make a bad jump into a planet um was that the end of that that's the end of that okay uh the instructions we received explicitly say in quite large letters do not open the package can I interject? It actually character? says it. It actually says it like three times: once at the beginning, once in the middle, and once at the end. I ordered you to open this box. Uh, Our initial instructions say, "Do not open the package." I ordered you to disassemble yourself and scatter yourself throughout the universe. Uh, I'm going to roll leadership. Right. I am not going to do that. <laughs> um, I am not your toy, Linus. My eyes narrow imperceptibly. My camera narrows perceptibly. It goes like halfway down and then back up a little bit. <laughs> what are you uh, rolling? I'm rolling a leadership. You don't. You you don't need to. No rolling on other players. If you do it's a contested roll. I mm, sure. I, I I just I we've been over this, but I don't think rolling on other players unless both players are okay with it is. Right. I think it's like, that, that, like a magical power involved. Yeah. Sure. It's different, but I think if you're just like I'm going to lead you. That's, yeah. Unless, that's why if, you're, if you're trying to just like. Although I have leadership them. too, and what does that do if not for that? That's why I said it's, probably for NPCs and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. That's why. But that's why I said if it's a contested rule, because then you're yeah. agreeing to contest it. Yeah, but if I want to be all like, uh, also I was already not opening the package. Yeah. If I want to be like, Linnaeus, stop, stop bothering... Uh, you gotta say it to him. Do, do it in character. You can't roll dice for role like, play. You can't you just say no. Cubes. Role play, not role play. Yeah. I like to roll. Um, also, uh, out of character, what does Linnaeus do on the ship? I am sort of the spiritual advisor to the ship. Yeah, but what do you do on the ship? Well, here is, I am telepathic and telekinetic, Yeah, so I come in handy and... Um, combat situations so basically I've been helping you in the scrapes you've been into also having psionics around can be very helpful because they can become very powerful psionics is basically the word in this you know in this universe psionic is basically the this decided term for basically what magic is some a lot of underdeveloped places will call it magic some places will call it different things but what the Federation and the Empire decided to universally refer to as psionics. Yeah. I'm a, like I'm a tribal shaman, and all the tribal shamans were um, trained in these disciplines from birth. All right, but um, yeah, you kept me around because of our the way we met. Yeah. We met in sort of a combat type situation. You know, I'm good in a fight. You just needed someone to get your back and your various wheelings and dealings. He kept he wouldn't get off your ship, and he kept waking you up in the middle of the night telling you about the Spider Mother. Yeah, um, Clarion, the Spider Queen. Yes. All right. Not the reference, thank you. <laughs> so I was thinking... Um, um, I actually do have a question about the package, as far as uh, we're proving. Yeah. Can we see who it's from? Um, no, the, the you know it's going to... You know it's going to Fandral to... My phone keeps shutting off. I know Carl's Curios on Fandral. 
Okay, so it's probably something mystical. Probably a big pile of junk. Either that or some kind of, yeah, garbage antique. Dead bodies. Or dead bodies. Um, cl- um, Linnea smells it to see if there's meat inside. Do you guys have any knowledge? Do you want to roll knowledge of Fendral? What kind of knowledge would that be? I don't know. I have culture traveler, which I'll that explain. That would apply, probably. It means I get to, uh, I have knowledge of a wide variety of worlds. What's yeah, Fandral? Is that the... Fandral's where you're going. What's the, like, hub world, like the main... It depends where you're coming from. Well, what's like? What would you call the hub world of this system? Of this, of this kind of like collection of galaxies you're in, the hub world is basically the Federation main planet. Okay, which is like a gigantic metropolis. Is that like the big one though? Because it's not like a like in Star Wars. They have the, this is like this thing is so uh, Coruscant. I'm, I'm where, like, thinking the, it's more of like, like a citadel. And shit are. Like, no, this is an actual weird. planet. This is but I mean, like Mass Effect style, it's like the citadel. Yeah, because the Senate was. Right, that's where everything happens. Where the Emperor was. Well, okay. yes. Well, I mean, this 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 whole basically the way this is built is like top from top down. It's sector, galaxy. Then it's basically a sector galaxy. My culture. My, I have planet. one culture that's open because I didn't know the names of other planets or anything, and I wanted to be like the hub place. Yeah, so is that the place we're going? Do you have culture? No. Spa- oh, you have spacer culture. And then you, have, you can have. I have culture traveler, which is a. It's always level zero, but it gives you a casual, basic knowledge of like every, of every space for any race in the world. Oh, so cool. That's what I took. So we can both have that, I guess. I have a uh, one for my home planet and one for space, and I got another one that's blank right now. Yeah, I have one for my home planet and one for. Yeah. It's basically uh, referred to as the capital. It has no like. So I'll, roll Wait, so I'll just call it capital. I'm traveler. Okay. Dang! What'd you roll? Someone's climbing up a this rope. With the skill check, you're supposed to have an attribute and a skill added in. So. Yeah, you can do that, yeah. Okay. Wait, you are? Yeah. You add your... Oh, you no, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you're adding... Bo- like, I'm adding modifiers. Like zero and zero most right. of the time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, like, yeah. So, I mean, I would probably roll intelligence, right? Or wisdom? Right, either one. Well, uh, whatever, I got 12 or 13. Yeah, so you basically, like, you're... That's, like... See, so you took a... Like, late night, like, on one of your drifting missions, you got, like, you went on, basically, Space Wikipedia, and got, got you fell on a deep Fandral hole, and got, and got really fascinated with Fandral for, like, a hot minute, and basically looked it up all over. So, I basically, it was, like, a lush, like, actual planet at one point, yeah. until people found that it had a rare mineral that was very valuable to, like, FTL-capable capable ships, and it was strip-mined, leaving us sort of, like, a barren wasteland. And since then, it's become, like, a planet of ill repute. It's small. It's only got, like, tens of thousands of people on it. And basically, this is where people go to defense goods to stay off the radar. To fuck. To fuck plenty, yeah. It's a real fuck world. It's a real fuck world. Both in terms of the criminal sense and the literal sense. Um, Linnaeus is, as he's recalling all this stuff about um, Fandral, his mandibles are clicking excitedly together. (laughs) So it's like... All, there's, a lot, there's a lot of activity that goes on there. And also his vocalizer is like... <laughs> <laughs> and Fan, and Fandral is kind of like close between like somewhere between Federation space and Imperial space. So it can, it's sort of like a... It's sort of like... So sometimes you get people from all walks here, basically. Does our ship have like a... Is there like a hyperdrive? Or so we can just your, your ship is FDL capable, yes. Okay, yeah. There's basically ships that are just spacefaring, and there's ships that have fashion lights capabilities. Spike drives, I believe, is what they call them in the game. And are they going to have to like 
and you, buckle you, in when I go to no, warp drive? Okay. And maybe oh. you got like a, a crappy ship. Mm. <laughs> we do. It's a shuttle. Okay, so are you? So we, as as you're kind of heading to warp, you bring you get you start getting a call on the the receiver. Fuck, you made a spider cat. Who's this? Hey, um, so you see you see Basil from earlier. So guys, um, hey, hey, uh, so um, hello again. Yes, hello. Um, so um, you guys are you guys are still like you guys are still in Galaxy, right? Uh, we were about to. So no, 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 no. It's good. I just caught you. So I was digging around. I had to get a package for another customer, and um, so okay, so I mix up your numbers. I have your package here. He's like pointing to like a big package behind him. We just need to swap real quick. I'll bring it out to the to the dock for you. Actually, I switched sw- I swapped it. All right, However, we'll, be, we'll be right back. <laughs> I just, just turned to Linnaeus while he, those who are still talking go. However, that does mean that te- by technicality, we can open this package. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? We were not instructed not to. Yeah, we all have the same idea. Don't say that. We're still on the call with the man we're returning the package to. You know what they say about curiosity, however. So you're basically like, you're, you've got like... You're kind of like Mexican standoffing around this package <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. That was episode 13, part one of our Stars Without Numbers series. Check out actualplay.network for some of Gino's character art and title card illustrations. He hasn't had a chance yet to make one for this episode or for Stars Without Numbers in general, but I expect I will be updating the website with one shortly. If you dig his art, he also has a long-running webcomic, which you can find at pizzapranks.com, and there's a Patreon for his art and the webcomic at patreon.com slash kiwimonster, and the link to that, the spelling and everything will be in the show notes if you're interested to check it out. Um, I know I mention this every episode, but I am still working on our Lamentations of the Flame Princess series. If you like old-school games, like Stars Without Number, it is exactly as old-school as I prefer. Uh, the, the music this week, uh, the show opened with uh, Palladium the Hit by Liz, Br- Liz Brady, which is off the Yee mix by Feral House on SoundCloud. There is a great book that accompanies that mix. You should definitely track it down if you have a chance. The closing track, the one playing under me right now, is a dub mix of Bonnie and Clyde by Deco. Again, the link will be in the show notes on the website, actualplay.network. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter. Um, our handles are on the website or you can email us at gamemaster at actualplay.network Andrew and I have another podcast a monthly podcast called the goldenagehorror.com podcast uh, we look at horror movies before 1979 uh, you can check out um, our current episode which is Nosferatu the Vampire from 1979 which is a Werner Herzog movie next month we're doing Godzilla that's August so uh, please check that out if you get a chance. The best way to know us, to let us know that you like the show, is to leave us a rating or review on iTunes or a podcast aggregator or viewer of your choice, or tell a friend. I am in the process of setting up our Facebook page as well with artwork and stuff, but um, it is out there. Uh, again, thanks very much for listening, and I hope to see you again very soon. Our website and show is actualplay.network.